Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. I'm coming in. Hey, this is Chicago Hill, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. I'm geeked, blessed, overjoyed, elated to be joined today by Megan Glover, a sports reporter over at KLAX-TV, a freelance ESPN sideline reporter, and a proud ULL alum. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate you. How are you doing today, Megan? I'm doing blessed, elated, all of that as well. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm glad I am glad y'all invited me to join you. Yeah, we are super happy to have you here. Um, there's so much. We met at the Bayou Classic. You helped us big time, right? Um, to get some good coverage and um get uh, some questions answered at the post game press conference. We truly appreciated you. But during that time, we saw you doing your thing. You looked like you were really comfortable and you know killing it, especially when the cameras got turned on. Um, talk to us about your journey in sports journalism. So, um, like you mentioned, I'm a UL Lafayette graduate in fall 2017. Before I graduated from there, uh, my my final semester, I wound up finding a job. So, quick story. I wound up finding a job at a local news station. And I, I saw it open. It was for the morning position, um, morning production assistant, and which means that the morning show people had to be there at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, no, um, that's not happening. And I got classes. Like, I'm not, I'm not showing up to work. Four, four o'clock, which means I really had to get there a little earlier. So anyways, I wound up biting the bullet and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. It just opened up so many doors. Um, I've done everything from the production side and it just kind of worked my way up. I left from that station back in uh, May 2019, um, started here in Alexandria. I'm only an hour away from where I began, but um, started here in Alexandria and this this job has taken me on a whirlwind for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Those 4 a.m.s, what was that like? Crazy. Um, might have been sleep at the audio booth a couple times. Um, but um, I did camera work. I did audio. I ran graphics a few times. Um, and then at that station, we had four-hour shows. So I was there from, I believe, um, five to nine. And... I mean, I'm talking about the morning shows straight, mm. 30, 30 minute shows, but for four straight hours. So um, it was crazy, but it was pretty fun. I mean, if you're if you're familiar with morning news, you know, they they have guests on there all the time. Maybe, maybe we're out doing something crazy like, I don't know, pre- previewing the local fair to, oh, they're coming in to give us some 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 food and we get to try drinks. And it was just really fun. It was really fun. It was a fun experience. I love it. Who or uh, what inspired you to start a career in sports journalism? So I wanted to play basketball. I, I feel like a lot of people have this story, but I wanted to play basketball. When I found out I wouldn't be the next Lisa Leslie, that's when I realized that I like to talk sports. I like to talk a lot, I guess. Well, kind of. But <laughs> that's when I realized, you know, I put the two together. And that's when I figured out that that's what I want to do with my career. But as far as people who have inspired me, I love Robin Roberts. I'm so mad she was here not too long ago. Well, she was in Lake Charles, which is an hour away from Alexandria. I didn't know. I would have 
blown. Like I was texting my friends like, y'all, is she still out there? I promise you, I'll hop in the car right now. But <laughs> um, she's inspired me. One of my mentors, I, Laura Oakland, she works for Fox Sports. She's a long time vet with them. Uh, MJ Acosta, she works on the NFL Network. I have so many people that I look up to, but those are some of the people that, you know, off the top of my head, Lisa Salters, a lot of people, just, you know, women in sports for sure. I love it. You have had some great highlights. I saw you interview Peyton Manning. Like you've been doing your thing thing. Talk to me about some of your highlights. What are some of your greatest moments um, in sports journalism so far? I did. They had the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame um, my first week here in Alexandria, actually. And I found out Peyton Manning was there. So I was like, I'm there. Um, so they allowed everybody to talk to him after. Um, it was it was great. Um, he was very nice. Um, I've talked to Drew Brees before after a game. It was crazy. I I walked, so I am a Saints fan, so I am a little biased, but I saw him after the San Francisco game in the Dome last season. They just lost, and I was aggravated with the loss as a fan because we shouldn't have lost that game. But um, Big fact. <laughs> I, saw Big him, fact. <laughs> ooh, I saw him and his family at the end zone. I had just got done doing my stand-ups, and I was like, I'm going to go talk to Drew. So I walked up on him and said, hey, Drew, I'm Megan. I'm a reporter in Alexandria. I'm taking off my reporter hat. I'm coming to you as a fan, you know, whatever. And, you know, he signed something for my dad. I took a picture with him. Um, that same day, I talked to Deuce McAllister. Um, I've taken a picture with Cameron Jordan before. Um, well, I, I, I've kind of talked to a lot of the things. But <laughs> um, I covered LSU winning the national championship. That was at the, like, that's definitely at the top of the list. Wow. Um, covering the Saints as a whole as a fan has been great I haven't been able to do it with COVID this year so that's been kind of rough but um I've, I've covered as far as the local level some of these teams have won their first championship maybe football basketball that's been crazy and really just covering sports in the pandemic has been not necessarily a highlight but I'm gonna tell my kids about it one day for sure <laughs> look let's dive deeper into that covering sports during the pandemic I know um, there's been some major adjustments, right? What has been the biggest adjustment you've had to make while covering in this pandemic? The biggest adjustment at one point, and it kind of worked out for me, was in the beginning, luckily for Louisiana, at that time, I had basketball championships going on um, for the boys because the girls had already finished up. And... They, unfortunately, we, the LHSAA had to tell these kids, we're still going to let y'all play, but your mama and them can't come. <laughs> so um, they played the championship game with basically no fans, um, just the teams, just media. And you could hear the their shoes like just squeaking on the floor. You can hear the kids cussing because that's what they do. It's, it's um, sad for them. I'm only laughing because the way you said it. Like, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it, was different. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So after that, they officially shut down the rest of spring sports. So baseball, all, you know, all of that. Um, and so then my station, I mean, there's no sports going on. So I had to tap into news. It worked out for me because I had the news background already. Um, and I kind of I kind of expected it to happen. So I, I had to get out in the community, meet new people, meet new organizations that probably aren't really familiar with me because I, I you know, I talk to coaches and athletes all day. Um, so that, that was a big adjustment. Then one sports came back and then we wound up hiring a, um, another reporter. I was able to ease back 
into it. That that was the biggest adjustment. And I guess the other adjustment is me going out to practices with a mask on. It's 100 degrees in Louisiana. Um, but that's about it. I want to ask you some questions about, so you you had to cover some news, some big news just kind of um, broke out, right? Um, the George Floyd verdict kind of, you know, just was released yesterday, right? And America started to respond to that. When you heard the news, right? He's convicted on all counts. Guilty, guilty, guilty. When you heard the news, I'm sorry, guilty, guilty, guilty. Yes, guilty, guilty. When you heard the news, um, how did you feel? Like, what, what, what feeling kind of did a feeling overtake you? Or did you feel anything once you heard the news? I felt a sigh of relief. I'm a type. I am a type of person who I try my best to take my mind off of certain things. So my friends were in the group texting. They were like, hey, the verdict is in and, you know, we're going to know soon. So I was like, oh, my goodness, like I got to I got to get on social media, see what everybody's talking about. So when the verdict came in and I did see it, you know, you could just really see Twitter erupt with, you know, the breaking news and people sharing their emotions and everything like that. And of course, I can only say so much as a as a, um, as a journalist, but um, it, it was it was a sigh of relief for sure. But it did not hit me until last night I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw um, I saw a post and we've seen this before, but I saw a post with his daughter and she said, you know, daddy's going to change the world. When I tell you, I felt tears like mm-hmm. well up in my eyes because that is it's like you, you just you just can't make this type of stuff up when it comes back full circle. So it yesterday was definitely a different day. I've had some people text and I had some mentors text to see if I was fine because they understood, you know, you can't say what you really want to say, but how are you feeling keeping that bottled up? Wow. Um I'll 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 share. Um I did the same thing. I did mm-hmm. the same thing. I was basically sitting down, I was about to go to sleep, and then um I saw somebody said, you know, uh verdict in four minutes. Th- that post had been up for two minutes. So I was like, okay, I need yeah. to find it, right? And so I, I ran to my news station. I wanted to kind of find out what was going on. Um, when I say news station, I mean I turned the channel. <laughs> so I turned the channel to my news station <laughs> to see what was going on. And I basically, um, I basically, you know, followed it. And once I f- I saw the, I was shocked, right? I was shocked by the verdict. I was shocked right. by, it. and I was only shocked because. I mean, you know the history. We all know the history. So we mm-hmm. were, I'm, I'm shocked. Um, and I don't want to say elated, but I will say relieved, like you said, right? Right. I'm relieved right. by what happened because, and there's still a matter of sentencing. And so we'll be waiting for that. So, all right, we'll Absolutely. see how, we'll see how that all plays out. All right. Now I do want to say, I'm sorry. I, I do want to say that I've told people I have yet to watch that entire video of the incident. I, I can't do it. I can't do any more videos. But I can't do it. I don't want to see it. But I will, you know, like like people been saying, justice has been served. And that was the accountability aspect. There was no way he should have not been guilty. I I I took myself through it yesterday. I took myself through it for the first time yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. and it was something to take yourself through. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. I'll leave yeah. it at that. It was, uh, yeah, it was something to take yourself through. Um, there's a video on YouTube that covers the entire situation through mm-hmm. the um, through the lens of the um, of one of the officers' cameras. You can watch the entire thing play out. Um, yeah. And yes. Yeah. I, I'll leave it at that. Um, now let's let's just jump over to the Saints. Talk about Saints for a second. Um, okay. 
you said you're an admitted Saints fan, right? Um, if people listen to the podcast, if they don't know by now, I'm part of Who That Nation. Um, and if they don't know, they're not listening, right? This is their first time listening. So um, I need to know about covering the Saints is like a dream, right? That's that's amazing. Yeah. We both know that Drew Brees is transitioning. He's moving on, right? Um, he'll be, you know, a sports journalist now from now on, right? right? He'll be covering, covering the game now. Um, but as a quarterback, he was phenomenal. He's now leaving, right? What do you right. think the next few years will look like for the Saints um, transitioning from, you know, from being with a Hall of Fame quarterback? Well, this is the thing. I, I personally don't think it's going to be such this big rebuild it's definitely some big shoes to be filled for sure. But as far as like those bigger pieces, those notable pieces that we have now, they're not going anywhere. Um, we've paid them for sure. So, I mean, like recently we paid, uh, we paid Alvin Kamara, we paid Demario Davis. They're, they're not going anywhere right now. So <laughs> their pockets are a little full. So I think it's going to be, I'm gonna be honest as a Saints fan, and I think you, you might attest to this too. I think we're a little impatient. Um, so I think I think we're we're looking for another Hall of Fame quarterback right now. And it's the fact that at the moment we don't know how Taysom is possibly gonna do. We got a glimpse of it, but he has not been a full time. We don't know how James is gonna do because he's only gotten in a few snaps. Um and I think it's like, oh, if we don't go back you know, deep in the playoffs, then, you know, we ain't nothing. And it's like, yo, like, you know, and I was saying this with some friends um, in the season, people were, you know, kind of fussing about Drew. And I'm like, yo, he's, he's 40 something years old. He's been playing for 20 years. I don't know what you are expecting. Like we didn't draft him yesterday, bro. So um, I think, I think whoever our quarterback is going to be, I think we have some uh, some really big shoes to fill. Now, I will say this. I was definitely on the train to get Russell Wilson. Um, you know, and if that train is still rolling, I'm on it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see because, like I said, I, I know we all know Jamie's pedigree um, with Tampa. Um, we've seen Taysom kind of take the helm when Drew was down again, and I know there are some conflicting factors with that from a fan and from a team aspect, but those shoes are definitely there to be filled. So let's talk about who fills them. <laughs> um, in your opinion, who's the guy? That's the thing. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think they're, I think in camp, they're definitely going to battle it out. I feel like, I won't be surprised. I don't know if we're going to do this little preseason deal. I don't know what the NFL is doing right now. But I think between that and maybe like the first few games, maybe that uh, obviously aren't, aren't divisional games, then we're going to see some, you know, half snaps being taken or, you know, the, you know, the minutes being split between the two mm. because now we have no choice. Um, I know they're going to go off of however we – whatever we see in camp, but – I wish I knew. I really don't have an answer. It's really hard to tell. We've seen, we've definitely seen Jamie's uh, workout videos and, you know, some yes. people are laughing, some people are not. But <laughs> He's a funny dude, man. He's a funny dude. <laughs> you know, he's trying to get a dub, you know, but it's, it's going it's to be tough to see for sure. Very interesting. And I'm trying not to put my heart in it because I we know the Saints, you know, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> 
Big facts. Big facts. Um, Jameis said the other day that he is working harder than anybody else, right? Yeah. Even though Dak Prescott was standing right next to him. He said he is working harder. <laughs> he said, I'm working harder than anybody else in the league at my position right now, right? right? He said, I went from the number one overall pick to being laughed at, right? And right. I'm working to to correct that. You look, we look at that. We see Taysom. Taysom came in the game. He did well at times. At times, he's throwing punts, right? Um, he, it was a lot. Right. There was a lot going on. Um, I am concerned about what's yeah. going to happen in the future. If they were to draft a quarterback, um, not saying they draft a quarterback high enough because they're, you know, they don't pick right. the twenty eighth. But let's say they do draft a quarterback in this draft. Are you excited? As a fan, yes. excited. Or, okay, okay. I'd be excited. Okay. But awesome. uh, like you said, we're, we're a little low. Of course, our better quarterbacks are already gone by then. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't think that needs to be our number one main concern. As a matter of fact, okay. I saw a post yesterday. I know that's not his main concern. Um, I know he's more concerned about getting a corner. But um, I'd, I'd be happy. I mean, why not? The only, and, the only, and the only reason I say that is because I know – as a fan, a lot of people would prefer to keep Taysom as that Swiss knife and not solely a quarterback because then that's that's one weapon that we've lost from different offensive skill positions anyway. Um, so I personally would like to see him there. But I will give big ups to Jameis. I'll say this. I wasn't turning flips about getting him, but I have to respect the fact that he wanted to come to a team knowing he wasn't going to get that much play and wanting to learn under Drew and Sean, you know, the quarterback. The quarterback duo there. So, I again, concerned is a good word. <laughs> I love it. Yo, so um, I saw you got a chance to ask Teddy Bridgewater a question, right? I'm um, in a post-game press conference a while ago yeah. um, while he was here. Um, the question is, could, could you get a good sense? At the time, we, you know, everybody loved Teddy, right? Yeah. He's at high school games, dancing with, you know, cheerleaders. <laughs> He's like doing the whole vibe, right? We get a chance to see Teddy be Teddy. Um, and, you know, Louisiana kind of loved him. Do you believe, okay, Sam Darnold's there now, right? Mm-hmm. They're giving him permission to seek a trade, right? They'll most likely have to release him, most likely, right? Yeah. Do you believe that the Saints will welcome him back? NFL draft season is up on us. It's possible that you might have Trevor Lawrence's haircut in your pants. That's why our partners at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your situation the same way you like to gamble possibly on football. Listen, for all of our draft geeks, we have an exclusive 20% off promo using the code MTMV at Manscaped.com. Will your favorite team go defense back in the first round i'm not sure about that but what i do know is that the lawnmower 3.0 can get your defense back in shape listen because of the ceramic blade skin safe technology your nicks and snags will be reduced listen um i don't know if you've heard this or not if you were watching our show live tonight you heard the voice talk about him um you know going through his situation but having a chance to get himself back together after you know being out of it for a 
little while. He went and used the Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker. He got himself together. Now the voice is back and feeling better than ever. Listen, the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer is your solution. Why not use the best tools for the job here? Their performance package is a great value as well. You got to get it. It comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. And there's something else coming, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. Listen, for a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. The Shed travel bag which is a $39 value and the patented high performance anti-chafing manscaped boxer briefs get 20% off plus free shipping with the code mtmv at manscaped.com listen i don't think y'all heard me so i'm gonna say it again that's 20% off y'all on no matter what the no matter what the total is 20% off and free shipping using the code mtmv whenever you visit manscape.com go go visit it manscape get your situation back together manscape the best tools for the job i think that's half and half only because we saw how teddy he performed well with us but i think because of how we've seen him perform there i feel like the percentage I guess the, the likable percentage might be down, maybe if that if that makes sense. Um yeah, he lost some points I, with if, us. If we did, yes, yes. If he did, I don't think he'd be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't think he'd be the guy only because now we've seen how he's performed with them. Um, but look, don't get me wrong, he was great for five games. I mean, he was undefeated for five. <laughs> like, can't be mad at that. Um yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kind of didn't have much to say on that one. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that percent. No, I feel the same way. If we bring him back, like if, if we bring him back, it can't be as the guy. It just can't be as the guy. Like it can't be, you know what? Thank you, Jameis. Thank you. Well, maybe Taysom, but thank you, Jameis, yeah. right? It can't be, you know, Teddy's the guy now. Um, he'd have to fight for that spot. And most likely, I think, you know, he loses that battle, to be honest with you. Yeah. So either way, um, but yeah, it, as the third quarterback or as the second quarterback, right? I'm I'm cool with it. Right. I'm cool with it. Right. Let's talk. If he needs football. to come in and step back in like he's done before. Hey, you was great before. Let's run yep. it back, bro. Let's run it back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about college football for a second. You were there, okay. right? When LSU won the championship. Yes. That was cool. Um, but if you also, you know, checking out last year, not so good. Right, uh, five yeah. and five last year didn't handle success well. Tulane, right, three and five. Grambling, oh and whatever, right. Um, but ULL, <laughs> but ULL wins the Sun Belt Championship. Yes, right? go Cajuns! And they handle the pandemic very well. Very right. Well. Talk to me about what led to their success. Man, I tell you what, in Billy, we trust. <laughs> head coach Billy Napier is that man that is that bad man I'm so thankful that we have him because in my mind in my heart I want him but in my mind I know we're not gonna keep him too much longer if that money talking <laughs> <laughs> hey I get it bro um he he has really turned this program around with whatever they do on the field with the chemistry off the field, the recruiting off the season. Um, it UL has definitely turned around. I'm not going to say like we, we sucked or anything like that, but 
we we weren't in them we weren't in them trenches like talking about (laughs) (laughs) so you know that coaching change and you know that's nothing it's nothing towards our previous coach but that coaching change you can just see that people are proud to be um raging cajuns now living in Lafayette and still being an hour I'm in Lafayette all the time it just kind of sucks because it's like we go through we go through such a high and we are still not getting the um the traction that we should and and Mm. and it's because you know I'll say it it's because LSU is 45 minutes down the street they got the bigger school they got the bigger game they got the bigger tailgate people will take their drive look I've been there but we have done we've just had a phenomenal season Billy has turned that program around his coaching staff the way we promote ourselves as raging K- um, are but the way they promote themselves as a team it's 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 you know it's just something that we've started to become more proud of and I think that that has played a role because it's not all just it's not it's not all about what happens on the field it's always you know what goes on behind closed doors too and I don't think people realize that I love the fact that you, LL, starting to get their shine. I mean, I, I've quietly supported the Raging Cajuns. You know what I mean? I, I've been around. Um, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. You do see more pride, and you see more of their games on ESPN. That was cool, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and kids start to realize, now, you know, you know, they want the shiny stuff. I get it. You see that. The, the games are on ESPN. We're, what, having one of the only games on Thursday nights and winning them. And then we're getting um, we're getting athletes drafted. You know, you can come to UL and do it too. I love it. I love it. So let's ask this you question. You can pay me while I'm saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> let's ask this question about LSU. Do you possibly see them turning things around, getting back on that championship track? Like I said, they didn't handle success well. How could they like you know? How could they improve? Last year they went through a lot, right? How could yeah. they possibly improve? I think it's just going to take time again. I think it's a, it, I mean, I think this was definitely the rebuild year. I mean, LSU, I don't remember the numbers, forgive me, but I believe when they drafted maybe 13 people, um, somewhere around there. And a lot of them were in the first round alone. We know, we know, uh, you know, Joe Breezy came out here and did his thing. Uh, and then, Man, LSU has become. I joke with my friends about this. LSU has become wide receiver university. They used to say DWRU now. Um, so I, I definitely think it's going to take some time again for them. They've definitely made some coaching changes that we've seen, especially the DC. I know that was a big problem for them. Um, but it's just going to take time. I mean, it's not like LSU was trash or anything like that, but. You know, it, it was an adjustment for them. I think they're pretty good at the quarterback position. Both of these guys are young. Um, and we've seen both of them get minutes as well. TJ Finley, he came out there in that South Carolina game and he was a dog. But, you know, these guys are young. And then, I mean, the options are there. I think they just have to put the pieces together. But that's, you know, any team, right? So. Big facts. Um, we got a chance to um, be at the Bayou Classic. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure you've you've seen the Bayou Classic in New Orleans before. I have. What was the difference this year with the everything was different? <laughs> everything it was. COVID has really given us that lick because besides the stuff, besides the game, the entire experience was different. I mean, my so I'm from Shreveport, um, and my mom she was coming 
But she said, well, the band's not going to be there. It's not the same. And I can't believe how quiet it was at Bayou Plastic. Um, yeah. I was in the press, look, me, you were in the press looking, and I told uh, I told my sister, I said, man, like, nobody's here. This looks like high school games fill up more than this, to be honest. Um, and I hate, I just hate that for them because Bayou Classic is that game that we look forward to. And, you know, it's always around Thanksgiving. People are still with their families. They buy up all the hotels a year in advance. New Orleans is insane. So, I mean, granted, it was great. It was a great experience. It's something to say that I covered because usually I don't cover it in New Orleans, but, um, you know, I'm usually there as a fan, but, (laughs) um, it, it was it was totally different. It looked just like a regular game. And and you heard um, somebody ask Coach Fobbs, uh, Grambling's head coach, did it feel like Bayou Classic? He said, no disrespect. This was not Bayou Classic. Sentiments, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Um, and I didn't think he would hit it that straight on. I thought he'd kind of mosey around it, right? Yeah. But he was like, look, no disrespect. No, this ain't it. And I wonder if he said that because he didn't want this to really count or if he said that. <laughs> Both <he> said- <laughs> Look, okay, let's talk about this for a second. I want to get into some quick hitters. Okay, so it's been it's been really fun. Thank you so much for all your insight. We truly appreciate it. I want to get into some quick hitters. Just have some fun with some stuff. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm nervous. (laughs) This is cool. So here we go. Now, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you to give me a number one through six. When you give me the number, I'll give you a question associated with the number. Right. Um, And then you answer. You go with the first thing that comes to your mind. Right. Okay. All right. Number one through six. What you got? Four. Four? All right, cool. What's been the most challenging thing of your career? Oof. The fact that I'm a Black woman in sports. Mm. Easy. <laughs> easy, 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 easy. How was that challenging? What makes that so challenging? I have two, have two strikes on my back already, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm Black. I'm, I got braids in my hair right now. Mm. Y'all can't see. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get... I get the side eye sometimes, and that's okay. It's been so many times where I've been talked over when asking the question. I'll say this real quick. I was, um, was in the Saints locker room after a game. And after, when we're in the locker room, it's pretty much free range for anybody. Well, a lot of us were talking to Demario Davis. And I was starting my question. This guy tried to talk over me. Demario said, hold on, I'm going to take her question. That's what I knew. I'm going to start over talking to everybody because... <laughs> So I, that I mean that has been the biggest challenge, but I've learned to overcome. I know what kind of um, I know what kind of um, waters I'm in. A lot of times I'm the only black girl. Let's say I'm at a baseball game. I'm definitely going. You know, a lot of times that I I'm not surprised. I've just gotten used to it, and you know, just kind of still hold my head up and do my thing. I'm here for a reason. I love it. Shout out to Demario Davis, man. Shout <laughs> out. That's a good moment. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's go to another one. You got that's question number four off the board. All right, we got one through six still. What you got? Let's say even two. Two? All right, cool. What would be your dream game to cover? The Super Bowl. I I mean, <laughs> like a thousand and ten percent. If the Saints go, I am living. But anybody, honestly, I'll go to anybody. I don't care if it was. Hmm, I'm taking care of the teams here. Uh, 
I don't care if it was the Lions and somebody else. <laughs> what if it's Falcons versus a team you know they can beat? Hey, why not? Okay, okay, okay. I'd, I'd struggle with that one. Because, listen, I live down here in Atlanta, and <laughs> these Falcons fans, when they were close to winning that Super Bowl, had me so messed up. And I'm they, dead. Oh, and, I just got to take my business out of it, you know? <laughs> look, look. And when they finally lost, man, I, I, I let loose. I'm not going to even lie to you. <laughs> I let loose. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. Okay, cool. So two's off the board, four's off the board, right? We got one through six still. So we still got one, three, right? Five and six. Which got? Five. All right, cool. Give me your favorite college moment. Your time in college, your favorite college moment. Wow. Like one? <laughs> yep, your favorite one. Or one of them. Well, if that's the case, I'll say... Um, okay, okay. One of my favorite ones. Oh, my goodness, it's going to be Greeky. Um, I'm, I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Cool. Um, so I am the only child, but I gained some sisters along the way. So we have a lot of memories <laughs> i love it so when you joined that was one of your favorite moments yes all right definitely. cool let me ask you a question did you step i did you did <laughs> yeah did y'all win any um step contest yes we did i'm okay. gonna go ahead and cut you off <laughs> <laughs> awesome 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 i love it where were you on that line 15 15 okay yep. okay bet 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 that's awesome awesome i could not step all right, so <laughs> I'm an iota, but we we. Hey. All right, so let's go. All right, you have only a few left, right? We got one still, and we'll do one more. So we got one. All right, we have uh, three, and there's six. One. Okay, cool. One is a three part question. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you a professor? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I am a professor. <laughs> I didn't think that would show today. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, here, give me the best player that you've seen, right? Like, like maybe the most athletic and the most impressive player that you've seen in three different sports, okay? We'll start off with football. And I'm saying with, with, with your eyes, like I've been at the game. It's either high school, college, or NFL, the most Ooh. impressive football player you've seen. That you can remember. We got time for this? (laughs) And I've seen them with my eyes. With your eyes. Like you saw it and you was like, oh my gosh, what is that? Oh my goodness. Um, I guess I'll keep it professional, keep it in professional sports. Um, I'd hate to make my high schools mad. (laughs) (laughs) I will say in football, biased answer, Alvin Kamara. Wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Man, because when you look at the videos that he posts too, like he's on top of the medicine ball yep, and it. juggling with the oh no. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, got a, a Jeep on his back. I don't know. Some you know, some crazy <laughs> stuff that I know I'm nowhere near doing. We're gonna say him. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Basketball, most impressive player you've seen. Which are most eyes? impressive. Oh my impressive is what's killing me, I'll be honest. But 
I am a huge D-Wade fan. And I saw him in his last dances tour. Um, he played the Pelicans in New wow. Orleans. Wow. So I could have cried. <laughs> so man, he saw nothing, but it's okay. I'm a, I'm a holler at D one point. Um, <laughs> and then, ooh, let's see. Hmm. No, track. Sonya okay. Richards Ross. Say it again. Sonya Richards Ross. Wow. Okay. Okay. Tell me a little bit. Oh about wait, her. I haven't seen her in, in person. Oh wait. Yep. Uh, yes. Got to see him in person. Ooh. You're killing me here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> man, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know what? I can say this then. I have a high schooler. His name is uh, Judd. He plays for Alexandria Senior High Baseball. And he's a pitcher. He's also a football player, too. He's also the quarterback for the school, but wow. he's a pitcher. So um, I went to see him at one of these games. Well, I went to see them. I was covering the game. And, yeah, he was he was humming the balls for sure. Wow. So. Okay. Okay. Awesome. 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 All right. You want to know the questions that you didn't um, answer? Sure. Entertain right. me. Cool. So um, the other one was your dream interview. And the second part of that question was going to be, what, was your first, what would be your first question? So – what will be your dream interview? And then what will be your first question in that interview? And then the other one was your best media meal. You no, know, we had the box uh, lunches the other day, right? Oh, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was going to be your best media meal and who provided it. That was going to be um, the other question that we missed out on. But thank you so wow. much. You've been amazing. Uh, this has been so fun. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yes, we would absolutely love to have you back. You've been incredible. Can you do us a favor, though? Um, people probably would, as, as they're hearing this, they're hearing your story, they're hearing, you know, your your journey in sports journalism, they would like to know how to follow you, right? How can people follow you? Um, how can they keep abreast of what's going on with you as you cover sports? Um, my social media is, my Instagram is Megan, M-E-A-G-A-N-D as in dog, O-N-N-E-L-L-E. It's Megan Donnell. Um, definitely keep that A. I'm serious about that. And then on Twitter is Megan M E A G A N G T V. Awesome. So hit me up on both of those. My DMs are open for any questions or anything. Awesome. And we are a praying podcast, right? Um, Amen. So as we as we hear people, as we talk to people, we like to you know pray for them. How can people keep you prayed up as you're going through your sports career? Hmm. Like a specific request? Yeah. Or a general request, however you like to request. Just keep me sane and safe. That's all I ask. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. Thank You've been amazing. You've been thank amazing. Thank y'all. This was great. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you in the future covering the Super Bowl and the M- NBA championship and all stuff, man. I can't wait to watch you progress through your career. Thank you so much. You've been an absolute pleasure. Hey, listen, if you're out there, go ahead and follow her right now on all our social media platforms. She's an amazing follow. I've only been following for a few days, but it's been great. So I want you to go and follow her right now. Um, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We pray that you have an amazing week. We love you. We out. Spectacular!
me to be killer They figure I'll never be hot as a chiller Gorilla when I'm in the booth of the feeling You know what the deal is Now get out your feelings So this gon' be critical Cut the umbilical Put me inside of a mind of a criminal Meaning I'm moving in silence of criminal We get king up in the pool like a million I'm in a feeling, bro Spectacular